Welcome to the Wellness Pie Shop, where each episode we delve into a different slice of wellness in hopes of nourishing ourselves. With the help of special guests and a little of our own irreverent insight, we'll dive into some of the ingredients that make up the whole of Wellness Pie. We're your hosts, Dina Searden. And I'm Rachel Paez. Thanks for joining us. Now grab a cup of tea, sit back and relax, and enjoy a piece of Wellness Pie. Welcome to this week's Wellness Pie Shop. This week, Samaya Ding Lawson is guest hosting with us again. Welcome, Samaya. Thank you. Glad to yeah. be here. Yeah, I'm so glad you were able to make it. And just to continue our theme from the last podcast, we have Chloe Agostini, a 15-year-old soccer player Actually. extraordinaire. And um, welcome, Chloe. Hi, thank you for okay. having me. Yeah, Chloe is 15 and a freshman at San Diego High School, right? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us, even though, you know, we're kind of crazy. And yeah. as Samaya and I established last week or the, on the last podcast, we tend to be more immature than <laughs> the kids. The kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, slightly. Yeah. We're a little uh, on the immature end of it, but mm -hmm. you know. Yes. So what we talk about on this podcast is values. And my first question to you is, how would you define values for yourself? Honestly, I would define it as kind of like these set of rules almost that you follow, like these set of like emotional rules that you have that stick with you and are something you find important as you go through your life. Like, ah. yeah. Perfect. Great. And have you ever had the opportunity to think about what your values as Chloe are? Yeah, I've, there has been a few times where I've been asked like that in school. We've done a few things about values going into high school from middle school. And I've had a chance to think about kind of like a few that are the most important to me. And they are? Loyalty, kindness, personal authenticity, and trustworthiness. Wow. Wow. I'm so impressed. Right? As I'm writing down your values, I'm like, I should take those on. Like, really good. I think those overlap a little bit with yours, Samaya. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. So the first one that you said was yeah. loyalty. Now you're, I think the first person that said that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So we're on episode number 24. Mm. So <laughs> yay, Chloe. <laughs> That's awesome. Tell me a little bit more about that. How does that come up in your life? How do, how do you demonstrate loyalty? Well, I don't know, just growing up, I mean, especially in like middle school, I guess, and going into high school, you could say that you have friends, of course, close friends, but there's always this some sort of drama, even in your family, yeah. um, where people get mad or annoyed at somebody. But the fact is, if you like care about that person, family or friend, I think it's very important that even if you get mad, or annoyed at that person, you're always still going to be there for that person mm -hmm. and you're going to have their back. So you're always loyal to that person, even if you're mad or you lost touch for a while, if they need you, you'll be there for them. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's great. And so you demonstrate that. So you, it's okay to get mad at someone. Yeah. You're not, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Like people fight or kind of like lose touch, but you can still have each other's backs, you know? Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And one thing I didn't mention is that you're a twin. I am a twin. You yes. are a twin. And you have a twin brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we do fight a lot. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, yeah. Tell us a little bit about how loyalty uh, shows up in your family. What, what is it like to be loyal in your family? Well, there has been times where like, of course, like families don't get along or like my mom and her mother or my dad and his family might fight or disagree a lot. But every time, like when they need each other, I see that they're always there for each other. Like my mom always helps my grandma with whatever she needs. My dad always takes care of his family. And even when me and my brother fight, if we still like really need help, I don't know if it's like as something as simple as homework, we'll still help each other out. So having each other's backs, regardless, you guys may be angry or upset, or you may just disagree, but at the end of the day, you still show up for each other. Yes. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of families, unfortunately, that, you know, they don't, they don't abide by that necessarily. It's, it becomes uh, taking care of yourself. Yeah. Or conversely, you know, not allowing themselves to fight with other or be angry because that would be scary because then they wouldn't have someone Mm -hmm. they don't trust necessarily that their siblings going to have their back yeah so and 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 what's your um zodiac sign you're not a cancer are you no i'm a taurus (laughs) you're a taurus oh yeah okay bullheaded um the (laughs) reason i'm i'm joking around here but the reason i said that is because you know um cancers tend to be very loyal and Mm -hmm family oriented. So I've been told I'm stubborn. So I guess that fits the Taurus thing. (laughs) (laughs) A little bullheaded. Where Where do you think your loyalty comes from? How did you learn about being loyal? Honestly, I think my mother, mostly um, my mom, Amy Donarica, because she, I mean, of course her mom uh, and her, they always, they, they love each other, of course, but they fight quite often like I would just hear her on the phone getting annoyed by her mom and then just hanging up but then I would always see her helping out her mom like like I said like the simplest things like driving her somewhere or taking her out to come see us and that kind of stuck with me as a kid and then I got in you know middle school and a lot of like drama kind of happened at my school you know the usual like I don't know, dating drama, I guess. I was never a part of it. I was just kind of the wingman. But my friends would always like get into fights or just get sad and with uh, their other friends. And they feel like they didn't have anybody else to talk to because they'd have such close friendships. But then when they'd get mad at each other, it's like they they never forgave each other for like a long time. And that kind of made me sad because it's like, you guys are such close friends, but after this one little fight, you don't feel like you can trust each other, or like be loyal to each other. And that I just didn't, I don't want to do that. Like it's something that I don't want to do to my friends. I always want to like be there for them. It's, it seems like loyalty and kindness really dovetail well for you because what I'm hearing is that you exhibit a lot of kindness to your friends. The ability to forgive them helps to be loyal right? Yeah. Being kind is probably the foundation for being Mm -hmm. able to be loyal because if you're not able to be kind, it's really difficult to Mm -hmm. stick with somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, a lot of my friends, like if you ask any one of my friends, I've never necessarily gotten super mad. I don't like to get mad, I guess you could say, 
because like if something happens sure I'll be upset but I would rather like forgive my friend and have fun and like be happy with them and have each other's backs than go through this whole mess that could easily be solved if we just like talked about it or I'm not like one for talking about feelings a lot I don't really like to do that but (laughs) if we just you know came to an agreement of like how to get back on that right path to be like friends I think it's way better than not talking or being unloyal to each other well I I think what you're saying is the loyalness and kindness I think is just it's the not giving up part, right? Um, people mm-hmm. we care about and they mean a lot to us. Um, I think you just kind of are one who just sticks it through no matter how hard it could be, sounds like. Yeah. I mean, I hope I do that, yeah. I try. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it sounds like. Yeah. It's kind of there through thick and thin that no matter what, that as hard as things get, you don't you don't give up on your friends and your family. It sounds like you just, you're there. You're a constant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, it's just amazing to me that you're so in touch with that at 15 years old. I said this when I was talking to Emma, our, the 16 year old gal we interviewed. It's, 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 you know, at 15, I had no clue. I had no clue about what values were other than what I was taught in church. And to think of myself as a loyal person or as a kind person or as an authentic person. It was hard to even say, oh, I'm a person, right? I'm an individual. And so that's, it's, it's so refreshing to hear you say that and to have, to be in touch with that, those parts of yourself that I think that, you know, Samaya said it last time, that is going to really serve you well moving forward. Just kind of understanding who you are. It's going to, you know, things change and values might change slightly. The importance of, I don't think loyalty and kindness ever will or authenticity for that matter. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about the authenticity. How does that show up for you? Well, yeah, I thought, I think that personal authenticity is a really important value that people should try to have, at least for themselves, because especially, I mean, I'm just turned 15 and just got into high school and especially like on through online, I'm not really sure if I can talk for every teenager, but a lot of teenagers, we don't necessarily like to like let our guard down, I guess. And just be completely 100% authentic in front of everybody. I mean, we have those close friends who we feel comfortable being authentic with. But I feel like knowing yourself, who you are, and like doing what you what makes you happy, like at least personally, like don't even have to do it in front of people, but just for yourself is really important because you may not feel comfortable doing it in front of other people, but you have to at least feel comfortable with yourself to be like, I don't know able to go out in public, I guess, and just see yourself the way you want. Do you ever feel like your authenticity gets challenged in any way? Yeah. One example I can give, I mean, of course, everyone's authenticity feels challenged based on their surroundings. Like you can get, you can see something that people do that you don't necessarily do or like, but it's not really like your authentic self, but you might do it just because you want to be like everyone else. And I mean, I'm, a tomboy I've been like wearing guy clothes since I was two I remember my mom tried to put me in a dress and she told me I cried for like an hour until she took an me hour. out like oh until God, she took me out and put me in like my brother's clothes because I didn't like girl clothes mm-hmm. and I mean if you look around now a lot of girls wear guy clothes like t-shirts right. hoodies no everything people. it's right. a, it's a normal thing they look like really good in that but like when I was in elementary school 
especially at my school, it wasn't like a normal thing. And I'd just get like these weird looks or like people would ask me why I was wearing guy clothes, like, because I should be wearing girl clothes. Mm. Or I would go into the girl's bathroom and they'd be like, the guy's bathroom was like over there. And I was like, I had to like explain to them. Mm-hmm. And it for a while, it didn't make me question like if I should change what I wore or like how I acted because I was always around the guys like being sporty didn't really have any girlfriends it was all guys and it made me question that for a while but in the end I just I didn't feel comfortable changing myself like personally I mean I would think about it but every time I try to do it I wouldn't feel comfortable and so I just I just stuck it out I love that I love that you just allowed yourself to be and it sounds like accepted who you are you're a tomboy that's fine you like to wear yeah. boys clothes let's face it boys clothes are way more comfortable yeah girl oh, clothes man. man they just like itch and oh, oh my god it's the um, worst I have to say that it takes a lot of courage to be yourself in the face of kind of what we call criticism right people judging you mm-hmm. and looking at you for not being a certain way and yeah you being so young and having the courage to be who you are that's that's so amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at 15, because what we know is that that is when you start getting lots and lots of peer pressure Yeah, right? and your parents aren't as important. What they think isn't as important, right? Cause yeah. parents don't know anything. And, um, somehow between eight and like 15, 14, 13, maybe, you know, parents lose their intelligence. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> Yeah. They do get it back when, when the kid turns about 25. <laughs> yeah. Peer pressure can be devastating yeah. for a lot of kids. And I have a friend who, when she was growing up, her family was very religious Yeah, and she wanted to fit in. She wanted to be part of the family, part of her peers. And she just never felt comfortable with it. And she went to therapy and she did all kinds of things to try to change who she was as a person. And yeah. she, she almost killed herself because it hurt her so much to be someone that she wasn't. Mm-hmm. And to be able to accept yourself, to be authentic in who you are, is it's, um, it's amazing and it's wonderful. And I, I love to see it because, again, it's going to serve you well in the future. And and you seem like a really cool kid and you're probably going to grow up to be a super cool person as an adult. And the world needs people like you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. So we would never want to lose you mm-hmm. if you weren't being yourself. Yeah. I feel like peer pressure also has a big effect on like 15 or 16 year olds or even 14, just because like, I mean, we don't necessarily know what we want or like who we are right now. Like mm-hmm. I'm, so confused about like a lot of things right now like what I like or my style or just like a lot of things like I'm not for 100% sure yeah I'm just like trying a lot of different things mm-hmm. right now that I'm not sure I'll take away in the future or not so peer pressure and like that ability to fit in is kind of what every kid wants right now mm-hmm. but they don't really know what personally they want yeah can you talk a little bit more about what you're trying to sort of figure out? Like, honestly, it's, it's kind of broad, like, like who I am. Like, I don't know. There's, I don't know necessarily what I like. I mean, I'm trying a lot of things in high school. Like I'm 
learning to play the guitar or like skateboarding and stuff mm-hmm. and stuff that I've like I've never done and I'm just trying to do as many things as possible because I'm not sure what I like right now mm-hmm. um a lot of my friends from middle school because I went to a K through eight school so I've known them for like nine years uh yeah we like I barely talk to a lot of them now because I'm in a completely different high school than a lot of them mm-hmm. and I you know like you had your people in middle school but like now I don't even know who that is I mean I've created a lot of friends through my high school soccer team who are really cool but like you know how you have you used to have your group you know the sports kids the mm-hmm. skater kids all that stuff I don't really know which one I want to fit into or fit into at all so yeah. I think that's normal though, considering what age you are and you going to like a bigger high school, right? The process Mm -hmm. is starting to figure it out. And I think um, being kind to yourself and figuring like, I don't know, but like experimenting, I guess is what you're saying is like, let me not try the guitar. Let me try skating. Let me try it out. And I think that's how you figure it out, right? Mm -hmm. Is all different kinds of things. You hang out with all different kinds of people until it sort of starts to feel right for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You had a fourth value. What was that? Oh, trustworthy. Trustworthy. Trustworthiness. Yeah. Do you consider yourself to be trustworthy? I do. And I mean, not to sound like a good person or like a try and put myself like Like that's a bad thing to be a good person. No, just like, (laughs) but not trying to like say that personally I am. But um, a lot of times at my school, my friends would come to me because they said I was a good listener because I wouldn't get into the drama. Like I said, I was kind of my friend's wingman. Mm-hmm. and they'd get into a lot of stuff or like come crying and like they just wanted to talk to somebody or they'd tell me things because they knew I wouldn't tell anybody else even if they knew they like they knew I wouldn't tell other people and get the word around and I feel like that's super important to have somebody or people that you trust because I mean it's kind of hard like you go through life with all these different situations and sometimes you just need a vent to somebody even if it's not super personal you just need to talk to somebody because it can be a lot do you have someone that you trust yeah kind of I would say my mom to be honest she's someone I talk to a lot I don't really open up a lot to my friends I mean not because I don't trust them I'm just kind of a hard person to like I'll tell you things but it's kind of hard for me to tell you things Mm -hmm. um and sometimes that has made me like challenge that value because I would I'd be told a lot of things like a lot of emotional or deep things and I'd have no one else to like vent to about it and I didn't want to like break someone's trust by telling someone else but sometimes like it just feel like so much things I'd have going on I imagine it must sometimes feel like overwhelming right kind of intense and heavy to be able to kind of bear the burden of people's secrets right especially if they're serious stuff that you're just like, whoa, like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. How do I deal with this? I got to talk to my mom. How do I handle yeah. this? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's wonderful to be able to be the confidant, but mm-hmm. the confidant also needs a confidant. Exactly. Right. Whoever that is, whether it's a friend or, yeah, and you know, whether it's your mom or your friends, I wonder, do you, that's your personal value. Is that, something that you value in your friends is that a value that you look for in a friendship or has that not been has it not come up well there has sometimes yes sometimes no it's kind of hard I mean in middle school like I said we all knew each other for a long time but I didn't 
I like I said I don't necessarily like to talk about my feelings I mean even with my best friends it just takes a while for me to like open up like they'll have to like come to me rather than I come to them which is Mm. kind of weird but that's just the person I am and a lot of the times they're definitely other values you know like if they're funny kind loyal you know just think smart just things like that that I put maybe above trustworthiness but when I start to get close to that person that value starts to become a higher priority if like I ever would want to talk to that person because then I'd be able to know that I can and they wouldn't like tell anybody or judge it what I say so I think it's important as time goes on that's really good to know about yourself and about mm-hmm. what you need from your friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I can relate to you because I'm guarded. <laughs> I It doesn't seem like it because I just like all over the place all the time. Yeah, a lot of verbal diarrhea. I do have a lot of verbal diarrhea, but it's not really saying a lot. <laughs> right, it's more, um, you know, kind of surfacey things. But when you get down to it, you know, there's a wall and, and, a, and there's some guardedness. So I understand and being able to have transition from a place where you knew so many people to a new place. I moved around a lot when I was a kid. So I never had that relationship, an extended relationship with anyone. And it wasn't really until sixth grade that I started going. I went to sixth grade for three months in one, wasn't even three months, two months at one school and then transitioned into, they called it junior high because it was seventh and eighth and then into high school. So I went through with those kids. Mm-hmm. And it, it is, it's really hard when you tr- make those transitions to find the, who, who you're going to click with what yeah. people, who are your people? And I tended to be, I mean, I was a, a jock. That was my thing. I ran track, yeah. right. Loved soccer, but uh, I only got to play one year because my track coach decided what I really needed to do was run and don't get injured. So therefore <laughs> don't play. And running was my, yeah. my thing at any rate, you know, so I would hang around a bunch of different people. I hung out with the cheerleaders, with jocks, with the smarty pants, you know. I'm also struck by the fact that what your values are really make you a good team player. And I'm thinking about how that translates into soccer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Trustworthiness. You're going to get the goal. You're going to get the ball where it needs to go and you're going to be there to back somebody up, right? Have somebody's back, be loyal because that's your team, right? Mm -hmm. And hopefully you're kind to your teammates and you don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It actually makes sense to me that you would play in a team sport, right? Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. You have all the traits of an awesome team player. Mm-hmm. Everybody and almost a leader too. I kind of wonder, are you a leader on your team? I like to, you know, be a team player and get involved a lot, but I'm also pretty shy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I will hundred percent help my team and lead something, but I don't I also have to like I'd want someone like by my side, like a friend or a teammate, because I, I like just being surrounded by a team and working together than like, I don't know, doing something by myself. But I'd say I'm a pretty independent person based on my like beliefs or values. But I like being around a team and having a team. That will yeah. also serve you well as you grow older. Yeah. <laughs> so Chloe, I have an 11 year old daughter who's in sixth grade, um, but with the pandemic hasn't really truly transitioned to middle school. And yeah. I'm wondering based on your values, what would you recommend for her in terms of having a successful sort of transition into seventh grade? What would be some words of advice from, from you? Well, honestly, I mean, middle school for me was like one of the funnest school times 
Um, uh, I mean, elementary school was so fun, but middle school was like, you learn a lot of things that you learn very important skills that you'll need for high school and you get to know a lot of people. But overall, it's just fun because there's not so much pressure in school and you're surrounded by a lot of your friends. And I mean, yeah, going into it in seventh grade, especially if like you haven't got to experience sixth grade that much because of COVID, I would say just find like one person, like one friend and really get to know that person and go in like together into middle school. Because mm-hmm. even if you only know one person, if you have that friend and then you start, you start to like go into middle school, and make a bunch of more friends. It's just, it's super fun knowing people and getting to know people. I mean, middle, middle school is a pretty, at least my middle school was a really fun environment and welcoming. So it was really fun. Just try and, yeah, just try and find that one friend and go into middle school, try a bunch of new things, just meet a bunch of new people. I mean, you're going to know them for like two years, maybe yeah. even high school. So so kind of being open-minded, trying to just put yourself out there to at least meet one person. That's a good, yeah. I think that's good advice. It's not, it doesn't seem as overwhelming, right? Because yeah. I know my daughter has trouble. No, she's working on her social. Oh yeah. Goals, right. <laughs> so I, at least I can pass on advice to her saying, Hey, just try and make it friends with one, one person. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and you don't even have to try in middle school. I mean, yeah, there's going to be people that are way different than you, mm-hmm. but randomly i mean middle school especially the seventh and eighth graders they just like to in grades like if you're in seventh grade you don't want to talk to the sixth graders and the eighth graders are kind of like that hierarchy okay so you're gonna find that one person even if you're not looking you're just gonna bump into each other you need each other yeah Yeah. i'm hearing yeah i have to say so i have uh an almost 10 year old and he's terrified of going into middle school because mm-hmm. he gets on YouTube and I guess the YouTubers make it sound like it's a, a nightmare. So he's, he's really scared. So I'm going to have him listen to this yeah. so he can hear you because you guys have share some personality traits, which is quiet, mm-hmm. um, sort of introverted, yeah, um, a little bit shy. And so I think it, it would be really helpful for him. I'm so glad that you said that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, middle school is really fun if you just find even that one or like group of that group of people or just that one person, it can be really fun. Mm -hmm. You gave some great advice. I'm wondering too, I'm not going to ask for advice. I'm going to ask you what one secret do you have that you think works well for you Mm -hmm. in helping you stick to your values or that you find helpful? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, a lot of my values connect together. Well, like loyalty, kindness, trustworthiness, and authenticity can kind of all be grouped in uh, almost similar category I would say and one thing that kind of helps me stay loyal I'm to myself I guess with these values is to just I would just take a break sometimes like there'd be so much going on or whatever and if there was like drama or I just felt stressed or whatever I felt like some of my values were like coming down I'd kind of just relax and do something I enjoy like I like to be alone a lot of the times Mm -hmm. when I'm thinking or just like trying to get work done and I just like go somewhere quiet and just I think about stuff like I I had a phase where I daydreamed a lot I just like to be alone and I just I think about my life and like just things that happened like you know when you you're having like a 
kind of like a funny insult battle with someone and you think oh I could have said that comeback and it would have been so good right like yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh I think about that but just in my life like what I did what I could have done mm. what happened what would have happened if I did it differently and I just I try and see if there's something like if I did something wrong I would I feel bad about it like I don't really like to let things go on a bad note so I like to just go and think about it for a minute and then try and figure out how I can fix it so I I just say take a break and reflect on what happened that's what it sounds like you do a lot of self-reflection which is so amazing for a 15 year old that again that's a level of maturity that we don't always see in your in your age group you know or in any age group. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm lying. So even, <laughs> Let's be like, honest. In my forties, there's just not always that, not always a lot of self-reflection. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's such a good idea to just stop and think and process and slow down a little bit, mm-hmm. regroup. Right. And as adults, we call it self-care. Yeah. Right. Um, but really it's just taking a pause. And we've talked about that a lot on this podcast is being able to take that break, take that pause and settle with yourself. What is it that I need or how can I be a better friend? How can I be a better for us, mom? Hopefully not you for a very, very, very long time. (laughs) Yeah. So that's really, that's a really good insight. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I love that. Um, With your self-reflection, I'm curious to know, do you ever do any journaling or writing or... Mm-hmm. I'm 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 not sure if this is a good thing but I'm not that in touch with kind of like my feelings or whatever uh-huh. but when I reflect I just like to I don't really go that deep necessarily but I just I like to know what I what I want what I want to happen like I I'm I wouldn't say I'm a planner because I do improvise quite a lot on a lot of different occasions but when it comes to these sort of things I like to plan ahead like figure out kind of like a schedule of what I want or what I need and just like take a breath so I'm not super stressed out and just try and yeah like you said like regroup what I like my priorities I guess (laughs) it's weird because I just I get like these sticky notes and I just put them on my wall of things I need to do there you go I love that because it's kind of like rewarding once you do it you can just take it off and crumble and just throw it that's the something. best thing. It's like checking off your list with your phone and track. Yeah. Oh, I, think that's cool. I love that. And I have thought about doing something like that. I just, it does ever, it never goes from the brain to the action. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm a big, I'm very cerebral. So I'm always in my head and um, taking action is I need a kick in the pants. So <laughs> where do you think your values come from? Where do you think you learned them? Well, like I said, the loyalty one, I'd say a lot from my family, but a lot of the other ones just from like my life or school experiences and what I've seen, like a lot of these come from things that I've seen that I didn't like. Like I'd see people like contradiction, contradicting these values and it didn't, it just didn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize that I, I like to do the exact opposite. Like I don't like to hold a grudge or I don't really want to like fake who I am personally to myself at least. And, you know, I want to be able to like be that person people can come to to talk to instead of like that one that like, oh, don't tell her anything because she'll tell other people. And yeah, it just kind of came from seeing life experiences and kind of relating them to my own experiences in life. To know at 15, these values 
that are so important in life. I mean, it's mm-hmm. important now in high school, junior, you know, um, middle school, but also as you go into college and then you get a career. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily flow, by the way. You don't have to get a career after college. You don't even have to go to college. Yeah. It will help anyway, knowing those mm-hmm. things. And it can certainly help guide you into what sort of things you want to do later. And I love that you're trying all these new things because now is the time to do it when you can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think one other like great strength that you have is you learn by people's mistakes, right? You don't, you're, there's two people in this world. One who has to actually go through it themselves to experience the mistake or the other one that learns from other people's mistakes and says, Mm-mm, I'm not doing that. No way. Yeah. And you seem to be like the second person, mm-hmm. which is so good because it's going to save you so much heartache and trouble in the future. Let me tell you, you won't yeah. jump through those things, figuring out you're going to be like, Nope, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Or I'm yeah. going to take that. that is so I don't need great. to be going to jail because, you no. know, yeah. <laughs> again, right. Gonna skip low, that. Bar, low bar. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's the way to, to learn about life is through other people's experiences and taking it in as your own. And what is it you like about that? And what you don't like about that? Mm-hmm. So you can create a better reality for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Instead of having to suffer and, and, you know, mm-hmm. go through these really hard experiences if you don't have to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So my wife is the kind of person that has to do it and get in all kinds of, I don't want to say trouble because she's not a troublemaker, but you know, yeah. she, we always have these arguments about, oh, you know, why didn't you, I, I say, why didn't you just do it the way I said? Well, I, I, I can only learn if I do it myself and make the mistakes. And I'm more like you growing up in my crazy family. I would watch my older sister make all these mistakes. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I am not doing that. So yeah. it's sort of an interesting pairing. Um, mm-hmm. My poor kids are messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Sorry, I they're mean, not, but they have, they'll, they'll have a choice. They'll see which way works better. Exactly. And I mean, of course, like taking someone's experiences and like relating it to yourself, you don't fully understand exactly that experience because right. you haven't gone mm-hmm. through it. Exactly. Right. So it's kind of different. And like, yeah, I mean, of course, as kids, like, I, I definitely am kind of like that second person you're talking about. But of course, as kids, like, I would, my parents would say not to do something like, I don't know, touch this or steal that or something like that. And I'd do it and, of course, get in trouble for it. But I mean, that's just kind of how everyone is. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, we try absolutely. things. You got yeah. to experiment, see what works and doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But if you're also able to learn through others people, other people's mistakes, that's yeah. very helpful. Absolutely. You don't have to, you don't have to go through your whole life learning from the school of hard knocks. That's yeah. Right. Well, Chloe, thank you so much. And um, I hope you'll listen when we yeah. put this all together. Yeah, uh, definitely. Enjoy your Memorial Day and uh, hopefully we'll see you sometime yeah. soon. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for having me. By the... Of course. <laughs> You're a just inspiration for like many kids. Seriously. That like I have my two girls and I can only hope that they're insightful and intuitive <laughs> as you know, amazing as you are. So thank you. It's you true. Know. My heart is so full. I just feel like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is you're an amazing person. You and are. So you amazing. really are. You really are. And I think, God, if only I was so wise when I was 15. <laughs> yeah friend would be so lucky to have you. So very much keep very doing much. what you're doing. Don't veer off that road. You've got great yeah. values. You got a great way of looking at the world, you know, and mm-hmm. just keep moving forward. That's right. right. And if you do veer off, just uh, 
<laughs> that's okay too. <laughs> just don't, don't stay on that path very long. Yeah. yeah. All right, my dear. Well, thank you so right. much. No problem. All right. Take care. You too. Bye. 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 Samaya, thank you so much for jumping in and thank you so much for being here and co-hosting with me again. I love this. Thank I have you. lots of fun. fun and I learn so much and I just love that. I just I learn. Know. Gives me the feel goods. Like I'm going to have a good rest of the Monday today. So. I, right. Mm-hmm, totally. It's, it's awesome. All right, Samaya. Well, thank you so much. And um, for our listeners out there, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and we'll see you in another couple of weeks. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.